0: Welcome to another Booth Warmers podcast. My name is
1: Kevin. My name is Jay. And tonight
0: we are once again warming the boots for you after a uh, not a little vacation between us. A vacation. <laughs> three, we didn't really do much. Three big weeks, weeks, so hiatus. Yeah. Years. So the seat was very cold while we were gone, <laughs> and now we're here to warm it. How have you been, Jay? <sighs>
1: Been good, you know, try and keep myself busy without, you know, you've been busy, I've been busy, so yeah. nothing much to do. Nice out there, though. Weather's getting better.
0: Oh, yeah, I was, um, over the weekend, I was in Yosemite, and that air was so crispy. It's like I wanted to eat breakfast, <laughs> lunch, and dinner, just like scoop the air. So it's nice, nice, right? I mean, you've been there, too. I mean, we talked about
1: uh, going <laughs> talked about last time on my road trip? Yeah. Yeah, but I think yeah. you guys went like in the best time though. Like when I saw you guys' pictures and stories and stuff, like yeah. there was actually water. Because <laughs> oh, yeah, when I <laughs> was when, was, when I went, that thing river. was that It was dry. Summer, right? oh, no, okay, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, like I went in October, so it was almost winter yeah. time. Actually, yeah. there was like Did you one have
0: hiking Vernon Falls or no or Vernal. Falls? That's,
1: that's the one in like in the middle, right?
0: I think so, but that's like the one that you go on. Oh no, the no, side no. Of it and you're walking up the steps of it.
1: And, like, no, no, right I didn't. We it. didn't do that one. I think we saw it, and then we're like, because you know how they have um, I don't know what app we were using, but it had like difficulty, and then we were yeah, like, oh, diff- when? oh
0: yeah, all trails was all you were yeah, yeah. On all trails probably yeah yeah. We went on that yeah. First day, Ooh, That was really fun.
1: Yeah, this is like. We were like, yeah, we're not ready for that yet.
0: <laughs> we're gonna do Half Dome. No, we're kidding. was no way no, we're gonna do Half Dome. I, I That's think a they seventeen ca- mile hike,
1: uphill, up, up yeah. and down. I don't even know how people it's so do that.
0: Nice though, man. You stayed in Yosemite, huh?
1: Right outside the entrance. Uh-huh. So it's like I'm, I was like a couple O-Hurst? miles.
0: What city? Because we were in Oakhurst and it took an hour to get into the valley.
1: Oh no! We were just like two, like five minutes from Yosemite, so we were right oh, outside really? the park. Yeah. Oh, Okay. We, so technically, Did you to, like, it the is tunnel view, or no? Yeah, we we went to the tunnel view twice. Like when we first got there, we went there, and then we woke up like really early one day, and then we like watched the sunrise and stuff. Oh, Okay. Yeah, it's
0: spectacular, man. Yosemite. Yeah.
1: <sighs> Good. And then, man. <laughs> it's uh, like it's a different world game. out there.
0: It's crazy. And just the fact that that's like right there too, it's like weird to me. Like
1: mm-hmm.
0: like the city is like only like three or two hours away, and then that thing is just right there, like three <laughs> hours away.
1: Do you guys wow. see any bears?
0: No, I wanted to. I wanted to fight a bear. Uh, Jen didn't let me.
1: There oh, was a deer, God.
0: but then uh, the deer didn't want to fight.
1: There's big ass deer over there.
0: it's crazy i i i can't stress it enough that people should go to yosemite once in their lifetime or once every like five years
1: yeah i want to go back different season
0: yeah the pictures don't do it justice like i look at the pictures and i take it and i'm just like bro it looks like a miniature scale of what we're witnessing with our eyes
1: Yeah. yeah and it's like you would think that like parts of it though like you don't have reception but parts do so it's like a good medium where if you really need yeah. like phone reception oof, something's on my
0: That's bro, i had no connection yo no, you so. didn't my,
1: yeah
0: damn at&t <laughs> screw me over. Yeah. Me over for, need some, some 5g noise. up in there yeah i know i need that five where's the 5g towers that all these people were talking about a year <laughs> ago you guys are liars it's, just, it's the same towers.
1: They just put the signed five G on it.
0: Yeah, I know, man. They injected it into me. <laughs> oh, so, um, I got vaccinated today, by the way. And first one. <laughs> shit, yeah, that key, like. I feel like it's weird because people said like, oh yeah, the first one ain't shit. Yeah, like, bro. I feel like I got punched in the arm like instantly, like bruise and everything. So yeah. have you have you gotten the shot yet or not yet? I got
1: I got the first one. When? But, A few days ago. Uh. No, uh, a week ago, a week. Oh.
0: Yeah. Moderna or Fize?
1: I got Moderna. I I just got, I got a Moderna sore sore arm That's it.
0: Oh, I I had gotten um Moderna and like they gave me the shot and that shit was like bleeding for like thirty seconds, bro. Oof. I was like, oh, bro, I was like, am I about to have like an allergic reaction? I was like, I'm so terrified. So they had told me they had to wait thirty minutes afterwards because they were. Oh my god! They said, like the instant that I got the shot, it was swelling. And I was, like, nervous because, like, they said, like, you might get a allergic reaction. I was like, fuck, are you serious? Like,
1: <laughs> Where were you? Where was it?
0: At, a, at some pharmacy in Long Beach. Oh. But,
1: uh. Yeah. I never, I like, hey, hey, never hey, heard anyone have that experience.
0: Yeah. Like, it was bleeding for, like, 30 seconds, and then it, they said, like, oh, it's already swelling. And they're like, oh, like, shit. <sighs> I was like, whoa, shit, what? And, yeah, <laughs> but I was fine now. Unless I'm having an out-of-body experience right now, like this isn't happening. And this
1: yeah, it's you, just, <laughs> just all hallucination kidding. and dreams.
0: I'm, I'm like, I'm passed out in the emergency room due <laughs> to an allergic reaction. <laughs> I'm just kidding.
1: Yeah, a good thing I'm, you're not scared of blood. To Imagine if blood. you passed out over there.
0: Oh, yeah. No, but it was weird. Like, she was, like, rubbing it the whole time. It's like, oh, yeah, like, it hasn't stopped bleeding. I was like, what? I was like, why the fuck did you inject me in my vein? <laughs> I mean, like, in an artery?
1: maybe nice. that's I probably know. what happened
0: <laughs> I, was like, you, I, I was seeing like all the old people like come in and out and they wait 15 minutes i was like bruh i have now become like this virus has gotten me finally
1: Even you know what it is though it, your yeah. bicep is too big so their spatial thing I, got, got messed up uh, you know my so,
0: deltoid is <laughs> white power deltoid couldn't was fighting it so bad but yeah, I'm, strong. I'm actually really sore on my left arm. I was just like, God damn it. But yeah. It's Man, pretty don't crazy tell how me. um in the beginning of like how we were airing this podcast, we were talking about like it seemed how far we were and mm-hmm. now we're like at the finish line.
1: <laughs> was, like, are we? <laughs> it's like
0: dude, that, yeah, it's like weird because like yeah, like we are at the finish line, then you hear like these stories of like Brazil like getting their ass kicked by like a different variant. Mm-hmm. It's like is that possible and then there's like studies that saying like oh can covid really defeat all the variants and all this hoopla and i read like one thing is like people who get pfizer have to actually get a third
1: like third six shot?
0: months in or something like that
1: yeah
0: uh-huh. and then, it's like then it wears off easily and i was like
1: johnson and johnson like causing blood clots to some people
0: yeah but then like it was like women 21 women young women who were on, like, the same birth control or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, I actually was supposed to get Johnson & Johnson because I was like, I'm not trying to wait.
1: (laughs) not trying to wait two times.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I was like, I'll I'll take that that 66% chance or whatever. It's
1: "It's it's probably lower now. (laughs) I
0: was was like, it's such a scumbag way for me to live. I'm in a rush to go out, so I'm going to take this, have something... uh, Effectiveness of 66%.
1: It's, a, it's like a oh, shortcut, yeah. easy way out.
0: Which is kind of like a smarter thing to do because, like, what you're trying to do is just prevent death. And all these vaccines are all preventing death. Yeah. And hospitalizations. So it's like, it is kind of like a good thing to do. But, like, you do find out, like, the long term effects of COVID. It's like, well, fuck that. Like, I'm just not trying to catch it at all. Yeah. Type of thing.
1: What if you get Johnson Johnson and let's say it's 50% now, can you just get another one later and then another 50% so it's like a 100% by then? Yeah. <laughs> I take two of them? I don't know if this is how uh, stats, stats, stats works, work. But, um, or probability, I don't know if this is
0: how probabilities work. If I keep shooting my shot, does that mean...
1: <laughs> it's going to hit sometime, yeah. right?
0: Yeah. Not like Nick Young. It's just gonna be like it won't swirl out. Yeah. So hopefully I'll be fine. Hopefully I'm not mutated by tomorrow. <laughs> At least if I get mutated, can it mutate me to look uh, like sexy and skinny? If there's like a positive mutation. <laughs> yeah, but. Pretty crazy. So uh, let's move on from vaccine talk. So, none of our anti vax members um, <laughs> that listen to this, if there are any anti vax uh, people listening to this, first of all, get the vaccine. So, stop playing. And
1: yeah. <laughs> well, so, keeping uh, the, the vaccine part today, like um, the Lakers are having fans. I think they had fans at the game today. I think the yeah, requirements yeah. was like a a back, the vaccine or negative test for the last yeah, couple of days.
0: Two days or something like that. Which is good. I mean, but it didn't feel like the same atmosphere. Mm-hmm. And I found out they're like $500 a ticket or something like that. Like, geez, <laughs> not,
1: I, didn't even, I didn't even bother checking the price without like It's going to be like, crazy. I, mean,
0: bro, I was like, yeah, like, I mean, I love the leakers and all that, but if. I'm trying to watch the Lakers for 500 bucks. Uh, their G League team play against the Celtics. So I was like, eh, that's not what I'm gonna do. But hopefully, the 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 light is at the end of the tunnel for the Lakers. Hopefully, but um, it's not gonna look good if they keep losing. By the time I, like let's say if they go on a really bad losing streak, because they I think it's like a four game separation.
1: Yeah, they dropped like so much.
0: Seven. Yeah. Lakers only dropped, like, two spots, though.
1: Yeah, three. that's true.
0: Because the Suns, I think, surpassed the Lakers and then the Clippers and the Nuggets. But what's they also won. wild is that the Nuggets and the Clippers are just, like, four, three games ahead of us. So, but that's how close the West is.
1: Mm-hmm. Like, all the way up, all the way down to the 10 is basically almost, like, you can change any time. Yeah.
0: yeah. I, it's kind of crazy how the West, how stacked the West is, like, seeing how good they're all doing, and then how, I mean, let's just start off with this, because I was going to go into this topic, but, like, the injuries this season is, like, Mm -hmm. insane, but is it only, like, I I don't really know, like, the statistics of injuries, like, is it, obviously, the occurrence of it is more, but are we just only noticing it because we're magnifying it and because there is an obvious reason why injuries are happening and that just magnifies it even more? Or, like, mm-hmm. if you look from every year in comparison, they're actually facing the same amount of injuries?
1: Yeah, I mean, at a certain point, I feel like it is being magnified because, like, all eyes are on them. Like, there's no other distractions. No, like, And then if it happens, oh, they're just going to blame – like COVID and then the protocols, yeah. Like I heard on the radio, like there are just some coaches, like remain anonymous, of course, but like they just kept saying, oh, yeah, this won't be happening if um if we had a longer season a longer rest time. But then at the same time, like those injuries, especially the recent one that we saw, it's like there's no way you can prevent that from happening, you know? I mean, like I'm, I mentioned to you before, like is it just being overworked? like people just playing a lot of games but you can't like just look into the season alone what if it dates back all the way to aau days where they've been playing like five ten games a day and uh, it's just i guess we're we're not doctors so we don't really know but
0: also too though like people just hoop every day like they don't really take rest days like if you see like they go to like over summer, they go to, like, those Rico Hines at, like, UCLA, and they're running, like, yeah. pickup. And it's, like, do people really rest? Like, I probably, probably, like, the only guy that really rests in hooping is, like, Kawhi. Why? <laughs> that's probably only, the only guy that I know that truly rests from basketball. And, like, LeBron, but, like, dude, like, yeah, you're right, like, saying how these guys have been hooping every day, and it's, like, sooner or later, it has to catch up to somebody. And that's just how it is. Like, I don't think there's no way you can cheat injury Mm-hmm. And, and like it just happens and i i kind of also think that like the fact that teams don't practice either because of the whole covid situation and because they're so tired i think doesn't like get their body accustomed or like they it's like it feels like they're probably like putting their body on shock at the same time and then that's yeah what, like, causes, like, injuries.
1: it's like you would rest from like it's always it's basically going to like 0 to 100 real quick <laughs> Yeah. You know, it's like you go from not doing anything to like going all out out there on the court. But then, does that really make a difference? Like, we just don't yeah. know. Some people believe that more practice you do, like your body get used to it. But then, yeah. it catches up later on.
0: Yeah. Also, too, like consistency, too, because like imagine you do get like put on that protocol. It's like you can't practice with us, and like you mm-hmm. just throws everything off now, or. It's like a domino effect. If one person goes down, now more people are getting overworked, like with the Lakers. Like all of a sudden you're hearing that like Dennis Schroeder has like a foot infection or like Wesley Matthews getting injured or Kuzma getting injured cuz they're not playing tons of minutes. Mm-hmm. But I don't know, it's like weird cuz I feel like it is understandable that this was going to happen, but it's like a lose-lose situation because if it wasn't a shortened off-season like they would have lost a lot of money and then we wouldn't be able to catch up, like go back to normal because we're having to catch up. And it's like, I don't know. I, I To me, I feel like it was a loser situation, whether if they started early or not.
1: Yeah. I mean, the NBA pretty much did what they can with whatever they had. Like the players, I mean, the players had the ability to opt out. So if they really believed that they didn't want, like they didn't want to play, they wouldn't have to you know yeah like you can delay a little bit they can even probably play overseas for like one season if it starts later if they don't want to but it's it's just something that we just the players just can't avoid because it's just part of the game but it just sucks
0: yeah it just i guess a lot of the reason why it sucks is because it's happening to like superstars and like maybe that's why like Honestly, like nobody would bat an eye if this happened to like some random player. Like, let's yeah. say if random players just had kept getting like injuries, nobody would bat an eye. But the fact that it's happening to LeBron, AD, Jamal Murray, like big name players, that's the only reason why. Or KD, Harden, that's the only reason why our people are just like bringing it up.
1: I mean, who uh, Markel Fultz got injured earlier in the year, and it's like, Oh yeah, he back then ACL, right? yeah like he was playing well and then he tore his ACL and then it, it was almost like it was like a next man up mentality where okay yeah. moving on who do they have next <laughs> yeah but then now right Michael after Parker, like <laughs> yeah I mean even him is like get in and out of the lineup too then Cole and then he got hurt too so yeah. like, like you said maybe it is like the name thing where and the Lomelo. major stars mm-hmm. LaMelo too and so, like now
0: House of Highlights can't post any Lomelo Highlights.
1: <laughs> but the, the the Hornets announcers are one of a kind, though. They just, they yes, just yes. make the yeah. – I would
0: yeah. trade Anthony Davis for them. <laughs> just, <to laughs> But, yeah, it's pretty crazy. Like, you – seeing how the West is – and this also affects MVP race. So, like, I would say, let's transition. Do you want to transition to MVP race? And yeah. Correlation of injuries of, about it. So this MVP race was there was actually like a lot of candidates for it, but due to injuries, it now has like narrowed down.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: some people have gone up, some people have gone down. And I, you would say like probably before All Star break, you knew the three guys were Jokic, LeBron, and, and Embiid. Embiid, and mm-hmm. now it's like. Jokic, Giannis, but then now Giannis is about to be out of the picture because he's been out for six weeks. Dame, and Dame, but then Dame's out because he's been yeah. struggling, and it's like Harden is now up there, but now Harden's injured. So the only one that like you can really think about is like Jokic. Jokic,
1: and,
0: yeah, and it's gonna be pretty wild. That to me, I think Jokic is gonna win. Do you think he's gonna win?
1: Yeah, I mean their team is playing well. And then now that Murray is out, he's probably going to have produced more. So yeah. as long as he stays on the yeah. floor, yeah, I think yeah. He, he should be the front runner.
0: I, I feel like he would win it if he stays at least a fourth. If he gets mm-hmm. any lower than it, there might be like a rift of like Embiid trying to take it, and because there's no way Giannis is going to win. I think there's there's going to be voter fatigue. Yeah, because like why would you vote for the guy three times in a row, even though he is wholeheartedly deserves it if he really. Does I mean,
1: that's vote. what they said about LeBron year after year after year, right? Yeah, <laughs> LeBron posting same numbers every year, but yeah. it just depends on who's going yeah. making the votes.
0: I think, yeah, I think Jokic is gonna win, but it sucks that he's gonna if he's basically gonna win an M, an empty MVP season, kind of like how <laughs> Westbrook won it, like, he won it, it's like, oh, shit, like, this guy averaged a triple-double for the first time, yeah. and then they lost him, like, five in the first round to uh, the Rockets. Yeah. So, it's like, I mean, I don't think that's gonna happen to the Nuggets, but it's gonna be, like, one of those things, like, like, how it's spectacular possible. their season are, but it, yeah, like, it's such a spectacular season, what they had, but the fact that their team isn't a contender anymore, it just, like, it'll just get thrown away in, like, the history book.
1: Yeah, uh, I agree. I mean, it's happening with other awards too, like Rookie of the Year is up in the air too. Like, did LaMelo play enough games for him to still win the, the award? Or is like a- Anthony Edwards is just a clear front runner now? You know, it's like yeah. all it's like and, injuries. Edwards is been just,
0: hooping too. Yeah. Yeah. But
1: um, they've been so
0: trashed, though, which is fucking
1: crazy. Yeah. I just I don't know, yeah, but I mean, he's he's getting his chances though. I mean, that's the only way I Definitely. feel like a, a rookie can like work on his game if he gets the ball yeah. in his hands.
0: Yeah, I who do you still have like as defensive player of the year? Do you have the same guy? I'm still wearing Ben Simmons.
1: Yeah, I think it's either. Yeah, because I think I said Embiid, so now that Ben Simmons has been on the floor and stayed on the floor, I, I feel like he's one of the top guys out there now.
0: Yeah. It's pretty crazy how, like, MVP got effective. Like, the narratives of MVP got effective, but defensive player of the year, nobody bad an eye for it. Like, <laughs> even with the injuries, like, nobody's like, yeah, yeah, we, you know, we don't care. Like, <laughs> man, I... I'm so terrified of the playoffs, man. It's like it's crazy how how good these teams are. Um, i I have four teams being contenders in the West. like they could fairly win the championship.
1: which ones do you have?
0: Jazz Suns, Clippers, Lakers? But the team that I'm most terrified of is the Clippers. like everything's clicking for them. And I did not think that Rondo was going to be that huge of an impact. I mean, everybody was saying, like, he would have been important for the playoffs. But it's like, he's looking has made an impact in the regular season.
1: Yeah, he's now called regular season Rondo.
0: Yeah. Oh, I would rather have that effect of him balling out in the regular season and him shitting the bed in the playoffs. <laughs> it, the, the effect got reversed.
1: But yeah. um, if you thought about it, though, like, his, like, role – If he is, like, the starting point guard is to, like, facilitate. Like, he doesn't need a score. He doesn't need, basically, an offense. All he needs to do is give the ball to the two main guys in the right spots where they don't have to work that hard.
0: Yeah. And he's not like Draymond where you can completely leave him open. Like, you can go walk into the freaking tunnel and let him shoot a three-pointer. Yeah. Like, Rondo actually can hit a jumper, too.
1: He got better. He, he got a lot yeah. better with his three-point shot with the Lakers. so Yeah,
0: definitely. <laughs> um, I'm not too worried about the Utah Jazz, honestly. Like, I feel like it's Suns, Clippers, Lakers, and then Utah Jazz is there. But I don't know if that's just me being disrespectful to the Jazz. But, like, I, I just can't, like, it just, like, doesn't, re- like, register to me that they're scary to me.
1: Mm. Yeah, it doesn't. I mean, they, I we know that they're a good defensive team to begin with, but they also like if all their gears are clicking, like they can score, and they have like three, three, four playmakers. You would say, mm-hmm. like they got Joe Ingles, Donovan, Jordan Clarkson, and Mike Conley. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he's been making some good passes <laughs> off of pick and rolls now, though. That's true. <laughs> yeah, but I. I feel like I think this is a time where you'll see if Mike Conley was like really one of those guys where he can push that team to like push towards the playoffs and towards the championship because mm-hmm. this is like he's actually playing well this year. Because last year everybody was saying, oh, yes, yeah, brand new team. He was like in and out of the lineup. But now, like, the majority of the time, like he's been there and then it looks like it's working. Yeah.
0: They haven't, like, been making that much noise, or am I tripping out, like, compared they, to? They've been, like, slumping from three, if I remember.
1: Yeah, it's, like, it's, it's weird. Like, they would play good teams, and they would play bad teams, but when they play bad teams, sometimes they look like they're about to lose, but they just have too much firepower at the end. Like, mm-hmm. I was watching their game against Wizards last time. I don't remember who won, but it was pretty close till the end, and Wizards is not, like, One of those top teams that you should be struggling with, especially that they can't even guard a parked car, you know.
0: Yeah.
1: So it's.
0: But Wizards are like that in general. Like those guys. Yeah. Like they beat the didn't they beat the Nets twice?
1: Yeah, they beat the Nets twice. Like, you can guarantee them if Bradley Beal and Westbrook are playing well, they'll they'll score one hundred forty. It's just that what the other team, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) it's just what they're gonna do with the other team is a question.
0: Uh, so, with the Clippers and the Jazz, are obviously an elite three-point shooting team. And if you look at NBA history, like the best three-pointing teams have made their three-pointers unsustainable in like the playoffs. Do you think this will happen in the same way to the Jazz and the Clippers, like how it did happen to the Rockets three years ago, two years ago, and it happened to the Bucks last year? They were like the top three-pointing shooting team, and then. Flamed out
1: in the playoffs. I think there's more of a chance that would happen to the Jazz more than the Clippers, because like, yeah. Jazz are more like system basketball they're more where reviant. they, yeah, yeah. yeah, so they pass they it around on the three. to open yeah. to open shots and see. But then if you look at the Clippers team, like they got two probably one two of the best mid range guys that you can then go out there and or
0: score are all three levels, yeah, yeah,
1: pretty much. So the, Mitchell's
0: the only guy that can score all three for them.
1: Yeah, so I they might flame out, but the Clippers has a less chance because they can resort to other other sources of um, offense. And going back to maybe uh, Milwaukee, they got Drew Holiday now, so maybe that might change a little bit, you know, because, like, he's a good, like, facilitator in a way. He could take over games if he really wanted to. I just I, – I like him as a player, but I don't know if he can push that team into another level.
0: Yeah, well, we'll see. I feel like they have something up their sleeve where they're gonna have like Giannis play five and play four, yeah. with Drew and Middleton. And we'll see. Like I, I, the Bucks have looked pretty good too, uh. But we can talk about that a little bit later because I think we'll go to the East probably in the next few minutes. Uh, let's let's talk about some Lakers talk in the middle of this rather than ending it with Lakers talk. But the whole debate with the Lakers right now is. The, I guess, fighting for the the starting center State position. Center. Uh, I'm a Mark Gasol fan. President of fan club for this debate. <laughs> Who are you going with? Are you going with Mark Gasol or Andre Drummond?
1: Uh, for this sake, I'll go with Andre Drummond. Really? Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I, it. I don't know, cause it's like it's not something that the team really like. I don't feel like the the Lakers targeted him like from the beginning of the season like when they signed Gasol and they signed the team like okay this is our team. I don't think we would have had to make that move if we had AD and like LeBron healthy and playing well, like we would probably take longer to think about oh do we really need him do we want him. But just the fact that we had players out and we really needed someone. To push us I guess I yep. feel like that's why he's there but yeah I like us all too because he's a good playmaker like you can't really run an offense with Drummond.
0: yeah but like it's it sucks because you have there's games where like Marcus Gasol's non-existent but you can see his impact and then it's the same thing with Drummond. like you see what he did to the nets like that's a very important thing to have like that inside presence mm-hmm. but then there's ways that he doesn't impact either but yep. I, I, I feel like there should be, like, I don't know how it would be with, like, chemistry, but, like, Vogel should, like, just take turns, like, via matchups. But, I mean, there's only, like, 15 games left in the season anyway, so it wouldn't even matter. But in playoff times, I'm going with Gasol.
1: Gasol at yeah. start?
0: Yeah. But then that means Trez or Drummond has to be basically unplayable, and I'm yeah thinking Trez becomes unplayable to me.
1: Yeah, because you you would need Drummond's at least defensive, like, defensive capabilities out there, and he's a good, like, second, third guy option. He's
0: looking at switch. He was switching pretty well when they were putting him on. Yeah. He He can move his feet.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think we should still go with Gasaldo, Just because, like, you can play through him. It depends because yeah. Drummond if you just want him to like give him the ball and see what he can do then okay it's almost like it's almost like giving Dwight Howard the ball back then like when he was asking for the ball when he came to the Lakers or like when at the end yeah. tail end of his Orlando career like okay he'll have one or two moves and see and then okay if yeah. it doesn't work then we gotta figure something out
0: the defense collapses on him and then they panic or he panics all the time it's like that yeah. type of stuff uh, let's see one more Laker question. Is Schroeder worth twenty-five mil?
1: No. I don't think so. Not I mean, not at least the way that he's playing. I mean yeah. he's he has some good games, but it hasn't been consistent enough. Yeah. Uh, like especially like this would have been the time to like for him to get his money, like I'ma score twenty five points a game. Cause yeah. I, I can and I should. But sometimes he just disappears
0: he has one of the worst like okay i want to call it worst like i have no <laughs> right to call it the worst but his finishing is like super frustrating like he gets to the rim in the backboard and then he just doesn't finish and it's like it bothers me it annoys me so much it's, like dude like you're getting to the rim every time and you can't finish
1: it when he was in atlanta he was pretty good at that but i don't know if that was more so, skill or it was just his speed. Yeah. I think he was just too fast back then.
0: Yeah, he wasn't really like a good playmate. No, he wasn't a good defender. I remember he wasn't. He mm-hmm. wasn't really good at defending. But now he's like a legit, like all NBA defender.
1: Is it worth twenty five million though? No, <laughs>
0: but this is Drew Holiday's fault. Drew Holiday hiked up the price. <laughs> Because his, his – like, Drew Holiday is not even – like, he's a great defender, but he's not the best point guard, and he's getting paid as if he is the best point guard in the NBA. I he's getting paid, like, 40 mil.
1: Yeah. Crazy. Crazy. But yeah. he is – he, but all throughout the years, though, I feel like he's a player that has been underpaid in a way. Like, he wasn't getting the max deal. Like, he was just getting paid – Fairly, I guess, but maybe that's just the way of them making it up, and then it's probably just salary cap going up in the future, too. Like, oh, we can afford it. So we'll be yeah. fine.
0: Yeah. Yeah, to me, he's not worth it. Schroeder. <laughs> I'm <laughs> oh, sorry. Drew Holidays is worth it, but Schroeder wasn't worth it. Man, I'll pay Drew Holiday 40 mil. Easily.
1: You would Shorter. pay 40 mil? <laughs>
0: For Drew, yeah. You would. I would, uh, as I guess, as we're talking about the yeast, let's just move on to there. Um, let's start from the bottom to the top, off of I guess like our opinion on how the teams are. I would say Celtics is probably like the fifth best from the top five over there. Mm-hmm. Um, after seeing what they did to the Lakers today, um, they won against our G League team. Just 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 to let the Celtics fans know. Uh, how impressed are you are with the Jays? Ask Jays are the best. Mr. himself. Yeah. Jays are the
1: best duo out there. I'm just kidding. But
0: <laughs> I always one of the best like duos, though, w- I have to admit.
1: I think they're the best duo as if like they're the best like one-on-one players. Like if you would have one there you'll be good. If you had the other one you'd be good. But my only question is is like dude can they coexist where one can take a back seat? To another that's one?
0: what kind of happened today. Like Jalen Brown scored forty, and Tatum only scored like I don't know, fourteen. He might have scored like twenty, but like fourteen. I, 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 while I was getting a cut by Pablo today, we were having a debate on who you would have kept, and I told him that like I kind of like Jalen Brown more. Uh, yeah, uh, he's like. Uh, there's times where like Tatum falls in love with like the ISO mid-range the stuff a lot, but like Jaden yeah. Jalen Brown like just always goes for the best quality shot. Like he doesn't do like too much of that fadeaway stuff.
1: His but case, is, to
0: me, he's more efficient, as I to say.
1: Is it because I mean he's been in on the NBA a couple years longer than Jason Tatum, or at least one year? I, one I know it's by one year. So you think by that. One year actually made that difference of becoming more efficient, or do you think that because Jason Tatum is supposedly like you're the guy, you're the next big thing, you basically can take whatever shot you want? Is because like if you look at it, if you would ask like any probably NBA fan out there, it would be like okay, who's Celtics best player? Always Jason Tatum. So for for Jalen Brown to be more effective, he has to be more efficient. Yeah.
0: I that I think that's why too, like people look at Tatum as like you're the guy, but then they don't really see that holy crap, like Jalen Brown's actually if not posting better stats than him. Because we always think of Tatum as being that guy. Mm. And Jalen Brown being the raw Robin. And this is the same thing that's happening with like the Clippers with like Kawhi and Paul George, like we always think of Kawhi being the guy, but low key Paul George is the guy right now. Yeah. Like, shockingly, he is the guy, but it's still pretty impressive, but I I would say it's 50-50 on who you go to. For some reason, I just really like Jalen Brown.
1: Yeah, I feel like it it would be good if they keep them both, just because they're, like, really talented players. If you put one of those guys to a team where they're going to take 30 shots a game, they'll probably average more than 30. Yeah. You know?
0: I think I think what's, like, so hard about, like, the Celtics, though, is that I don't know if people would really want to join them if Danny Ainge is still there. Mm. Yeah. And, like, like Kemba, no disrespect to Kemba. Like, he's good, but he's not. Like, come on. Like, you're not that guy.
1: Yeah. I think he's just happy he got his money. (laughs) He got his money, and then he's in a winning team. So, he should be good.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, moving up from the fourth best team technically i would say is the heat do you think you agree with that with me cuz I, I have the nets the philly bucks then the heat but i'm only bringing up the heat as the fourth best team in the east is because of how bad they've kind of been since the trade yeah. deadline
1: like,
0: we thought that like it's game over like it's going to be the heat and the um, heat and the nets but Seeing what the Heat have done, they lost. They almost lost to the Lakers, and they lost to the Nuggets by a lot without Jamal Murray. But would you be concerned with the Heat how they're playing,
1: or should mm. it? Should you I still don't, take
0: them like like a favorite?
1: Yeah, I think they're just they're honestly trying to figure out how they're incorporating all like their new players in the way.
0: Oladipo too, like I feel like they're forcing yeah. Oladipo.
1: Yeah. That's Oh, yeah, <laughs> I mean he he has been battling some knee issues too, but it's like they had a good team last year. I but they know that they needed more, which I believe like them adding Ariza in that lineup was big because they got another shooter, another defensive guy. But Depot, if you look at it on you know, paper, like oh they added another All Star, but then the way that it looks like their offense work, it does it can't revolve around him has yeah. to move around and he hasn't been the best off ball guy like in the past so yeah. i think they need to figure they need to figure it out sooner or later because if they get into a bad matchup in the playoffs they might get get um, yeah. kicked out of there
0: yeah I, i'm leaning kind of on the worry side but just because we had such high expectation for them and seeing how like Orange has been kind of bad, too. Tyler Hero has been kind of bad. I mean, Hero's been playing a little bit better. But I feel like they're having too much injuries and they're experimenting too much. Like, they phased out. Like, Kendrick Nunn was balling out, and they phased him out of the lineup. Yeah. And it's, like, sucks that that happens. But, like, it won't be there. Like, the chemistry might not be there when it comes to, like, the most important time. Like, you can't be experimenting with it coming down to this part of the season.
1: Yeah, but at the same time, like, when do you want them to figure it out? Like, like you said earlier, like, there's no practices. Like, they can't figure it out in practice. So this is probably their only time to actually figure it out. Yeah. So maybe in their mindset, as long as we make a playoffs, we'll figure it out. We should have it figured out from then. Yeah. uh, Yeah. So also, like, I've been impressed with, like, how Duncan Robinson is playing. Like last yeah. year, you can you can see him like just running around just and then he will yeah. chuck it up, but now he's actually like trying to drive, and then actually be a playmaker. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's been really so good. that that's been really um, good.
0: Better than hero, <laughs> <laughs> just
1: 'cause
0: I hate hero. <laughs> uh, all right, let's move to the team that actually lost to this shockingly lost to this Heat team, and it's the Bucks. Um, do you have the Bucks? Pushing the Sixers or the Nets to elimination, brink of elimination? Or are the Bucks actually like one of the better teams over those two? Obviously, not the Nets. It's, right. But are they better than the Sixers at least? I'm going with no.
1: No, I don't. The way that the Sixers are playing this year is like a completely different team from last year. And yeah. I feel like, with um, even with the addition of Drew Holiday, to milwaukee they're still the same team with the same system just a better player so if they can't figure out how to like utilize like all their weapons at the same time i i i'm not taking them over the other teams yeah
0: they they've been like wildly inconsistent too like there was times where they went like seven games in a row and there was times where they lost like six out of seven or six out of eight yeah and, like, I don't know, that's, like, not really, like, a championship pedigree. And that was when they had, were fully healthy. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, that, is, that just doesn't seem like a championship pedigree to me. Yeah. But so, um, uh, they are more equipped compared to last year. But the only yeah. problem is that there's two other teams that got even way better.
1: Mm-hmm. Way better. So,
0: like, like, the Bucks are going to get their vengeance against the Heat. And it's like, yeah, good job, Bucks. You got your vengeance. And then they have to play like the Nets and the Sixers. And it's like, and they get destroyed. Well, not really. I don't think destroyed, to be honest, or maybe lose losing like six. Um. Yeah. I I always say, let's just move on to the Nets. And talking about the Nets, how could they potentially beat the Nets?
1: Which team? Or I, I- the Bucks?
0: How could the Sixers beat the Nets? There we go, because we're moving on to the Sixers.
1: Because
0: that's most likely going to be the the showdown. How or who's going to be the most important player? And I'm pretty sure this is obvious, but I just want to hear your take on this.
1: Yeah, I feel like I think we both know that it's all going to be up to Embiid and to dominate, like, inside. They had to play inside out. Like, they had to give them the ball down there. He's gonna have to turn into like a mini Shack or Shack-like yeah. numbers where he just dominates everyone.
0: Yeah, and now he just has to only go against DeAndre Jordan and Nick Claxton. Yeah, yeah, and those guys are not uh, offensive threats compared to Lamarcus Aldridge, who unfortunately had to retire. So now Joel Embiid just is just, just relaxing on the defense. He doesn't have to be concerned about the other center on the defensive side, nor just on the help. offensive side. They're yeah. they're barbecue chicken every time.
1: Yeah, he's got to to help out on the drives with, like, Kyrie and Harden, but at least, like, you wouldn't have to worry about him getting into foul foul trouble with the opposing center. Mm -hmm. Like, if he's going to get into foul trouble, he's going to be, like, blocking shots or something. But he has to, like, dominate. He has to average, like, as Shaq says, like, 30 and 15 easier. Mm -hmm. Something ridiculous like that just so they can pass. Yeah.
0: Who, who do you have Ben Simmons guarding? Who would you wa- rather have him guard? Durant or Harden?
1: I would rather have him at K- with KD. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean... And
0: I'm guessing you're going with Danny Green guarding Harden?
1: Yeah. I mean, that's what we had him last year, kind of, in a way, but I feel like Harden's going to get his no matter what. Like He'll have, like, dribble, 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 three-point shot, assist, drive, he's still going to get that. Like, we've seen him do it with, like, a be- the best defender from the other team or, like, a less, like, a not as good defender. But I think ha- not having KD as effective as he usually is, having Ben Simmons on him would actually decrease their chance to win just because, like, if KD gets the ball, that's a for-sure bucket, you know? Yeah. And then if Harden has to take over, it's going to be almost like the Houston Rockets where he's just going to have to waste out the whole clock. Yeah. Do you, what do you think?
0: I feel like... The, damn, that's actually tough. I would rather have Simmons on Harden because Harden is the heart of that offense. Like He's the one that can really operate it. And I feel like if you shut him down... And you can see, like, past NBA history when Harden really gets, like, bothered or phased, it gets really bad. Like, really, really bad on him. And yeah. I, I feel like you just got to take that chance. Just, like, just bet on it. And but to me, I, I would throw in Ty Bull in there to try to get um, Katie. his name on, to get, like, Kyrie or, or KD without having to put Tobias Harris too much defensive liability put him on a spot that bad spot I feel
1: like with that yeah, point like, though I the
0: Ben Simmons against guards
1: the the point that you're making is that the fact that back then Harden he was the guy like he was the only guy like yeah. once you set him down he has nobody to pass to but then I don't yeah. think that's the case now yeah like even if you shut him down like you can pass it to Kyrie and then let him do whatever he wants to do with it yeah that's true so...
0: I feel like we're like thinking of so many options because we know that the Sixers can give them the most difficult time, but like we also wouldn't be shocked if the Nets sweep the Sixers, yeah. right?
1: Yeah, like I
0: mean... we well, I would not be shocked. Like I, I, mean, like I don't care what anybody says, like how when they can slander the shit out of the Nets or say that the is a jugger, but like I would not be like, come on, it's yeah. three top. 10 offensive players on
1: one game. arguably maybe even top yeah. five yeah
0: like James Harden Bruce Brown and Nick Claxton
1: like
0: <laughs> top. <I'm
1: just> <laughs> I mean if you think about it like we mentioned this a lot of times before like all of those three of those guys just has to go score 40 or 50 one game and that's a for sure win and that's three wins right yeah. there <laughs>
0: You know how, like, we all talk always talk about how the Nets, like, their biggest weakness is defense? Like, mm-hmm. that has got pushed to the side to me. I feel like their biggest weakness is, honestly, injury. Like, that's the only way they lose a series. Yeah. It's something bad happens to them, knock on wood. But
1: mm-hmm.
0: I can't think of any other way.
1: Yeah, I think we've mentioned that. But-
0: either that or they, they have to play the Cleveland Cavaliers. <laughs> 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 Cleveland Cavaliers legit beat them twice convincingly.
1: Or the Wizards.
0: With the team. yeah, and they had the full team. That's the only way.
1: Yeah, they gotta, they gotta be the first seed, and whoever the eighth seed is, it has to be Cleveland or the Wizards. Yeah. Because Westbrook's gonna kill KD, and then Bradley Beal's just gonna score fifty each game. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Uh,
0: do you want to finish this episode off talking about Lamarcus Aldridge?
1: Yeah, we can do that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That. That stuff is pretty crazy. Like hearing that story happen, like I was shocked at uh, waking up to those news, like yeah. just seeing, uh, like a news like that. Because like, if he continued to play on this season, we wouldn't even know what could potentially have happened to him. Mm-hmm. And when he played against the Lakers, he he looked off to me. Like I, I just thought that I was like, why did he just looks like he's not there entirely?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's I feel a
0: pretty like scary sight. That it, 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 or him, it him going through
1: that yeah it would suck too if he did continue to play because like you we already know like how twitter fans are nba fans are like if he continues to play and he would have to take like rest days almost every other game then yeah. people would just like bash him for it you know not knowing what the actual what actually is happening
0: yeah I remember like Dwayne, I think it was Dwayne that was talking about it, how he said at one point he was talking to Chris Bosch and he was just saying like, oh, I have I think I might have blood clots or whatever. And then the next time he saw Chris Bosch, he's on a hospital bed with like tubes going in his throat and all this stuff connected. And it's like he was shocked that like that in an instant. And that was just discovering that he had blood clots in his like lung.
1: Mm-hmm. Like,
0: that would be terrifying to see that happen like Lamar because like he's One day he's on the court hooping, the next day all of a sudden, he's in the hospital.
1: Yeah. And then we got to think about, too, that there's still COVID around happening, you know, because that still has an effect in the future. We don't know if he actually got it back then or has some like some sort of factor into what he's feeling now, but knowing that's around, it probably is not making him feel very secure of his position.
0: it's good that he was able to, like, not think about it and just do it.
1: And, yeah.
0: Like, I would rather just play it safe. Rather be safe than sorry. Um, but let's talk about, like, LaMarcus Aldridge's career. First off, it's I saw, like, a picture with, like, Brandon Roy, mm-hmm. LaMarcus Aldridge, and Greg Oden. Like, damn, yeah. could have been. And mm-hmm. it's just wild to me that, like, all three of those guys significantly got their – Careers shortened in different ways. Like, Odin got his career shortened in like two years of playing or three years of playing. Brandon Roy got like a five Mm -hmm. or seven, and Aldridge got it like in the tail end of his career. But Mm -hmm. he still had enough juice in the tank. But it's like, yeah. They got like their season ended tragically, and it's like crazy thinking about it.
1: Yeah, that team would have been like scary. Like, they have a. For sure, like inside and now, inside threat with LaMarcus Aldridge, Brandon Rohr like the, was
0: a monster, too. At yeah, State.
1: like he's like a, it's like a baby, but, yeah, defensively and offensively. So just imagine having all those. I mean, it probably wouldn't lead to them having Damian Leonard, but still, you know, like you don't need any Damian more than that. have
0: been on the Kings, yeah, <laughs> crazy, yeah, dude. I, I. I can't like Lamarcus Aldridge's game is actually like I remember seeing him against that Rocket series, and Mm -hmm. like how he was like torturing, um, uh, PJ Howard, Howard oh, Howard and damn last name I forgot his name. He was their power forward, but like he was torturing them mid range everything. It was like it was wild seeing like other than Dirk being a seven footer hitting like fadeaways in mid-range like lamarcus yeah. hundred was
1: that guy too he was like automatic from like a turn to the left shoulder baseline fadeaway that thing he was, was even like... like
0: jumping at high he was just like just flicking in there like, exactly sad. it's
1: like it would just turn around and like whoop, balls up two points yeah he's like not the strongest guy like it would give you two dribbles one way and then turn around the other way fade away bucket yeah
0: it's kind of like crazy how I thought that the Spurs were going to be like a favorite once he joined mm-hmm. over there, and like the Warriors just demolished him.
1: <laughs> killed, killed everybody's yeah. dreams.
0: Yeah. And I wish he stayed, like, if, if he stayed with the Blazers, but like, it makes me wonder like if Aldridge stayed there, would Lillard ever be the guy he is now?
1: Probably not. Probably not. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's yeah, still going to won- demand the ball.
0: Yeah. And I don't think. None of them would have still been championships either if they stayed with each other. Yeah, uh, it's a great career by Lamarcus Aldridge. I mean, he still he almost revolutionized like the big man, but the way the NBA was going, his his career kind of like got pushed away because of like the whole three point game and being so fast. Mm-hmm. But the way he was on the Nets though, like when he the five games that he was there, six games, like holy crap, like. This guy might have been the biggest buyout um candidate, like they had
1: yeah. the biggest impact. Yeah. I, I feel like if the Nets win, he could still get his ring. Yeah. Is like I think, he those, I, yeah, I, I, he, I think those yeah, I think they'll give it they'll give him one still. Yeah. And that there's still a good chance that, that might happen. But yeah, I think I'm just like glad that he was able to like do it without being forced to do it. You know, yeah. like he just did it on his, on his own. own term. Yeah.
0: And he had a pretty significant career, too. Like, part of me thinks that he should still get like a Hall of Famer, but they're going to have like a whole debate on it. Mm-hmm. But his resume kind of shows yeah. that he's like low key, like one of the most consistent players, too. But yeah. I mean, they're having get in.
1: Yeah. They're having the it's same close. debate with like Chris Bosch. So yeah. if he doesn't get in, like, it. We don't know if he's going if Lamarcus will get in.
0: Yeah, and it's kind of wild that even though they lost Lamarcus Aldridge, the Nets' championship hopes are still there. <laughs> it doesn't affect it, but yeah.
1: You know, I I actually forgot that they had Blake Griffin for a second. I did too.
0: Well, After I, I felt like, like bawling out that Lamarcus Aldridge was playing.
1: Yeah, I was like, oh, there's another guy. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Crazy. Like, Blake Griffin, too, could potentially retire for all we know. Like, let's say if he gets, like, a knee injury or whatever.
1: I don't know. He's, the way he's dunking, it doesn't look like he's going to retire. Yeah,
0: that guy. That guy, man. Two dunks, three big dunks.
1: Yeah. Dude, dude, dunk and had a big smile.
0: <laughs> Blake Griffin. Now he has a lot of pressure on him to ball out, though.
1: Yeah, I mean at least he got his buddy DJ with him.
0: That's true. Lob City reincarnated. Yeah,
1: I mean that's like two lobs threats. Like if you think about it, like hardened lob, like yeah. driving in. Yeah. yeah. Scary team, dude.
0: <laughs> Still a scary team. Yeah, but I don't want to talk about them anymore. It's, we talk about them every time, and I say we were not going to talk about them, and then we talk yeah. about them. <laughs> but right. I don't regret it because. <laughs> The way their team is built is so fascinating. But yeah. right. Do you have anything else to say? I, I, I'm going uh, to end
1: here. A couple of questions for you. though. Uh, in the East, do you have any surprise teams that you're surprised of, like their standing and where they are in the playoff race? Uh,
0: I'm more shocked that the Bulls sucked recently. That's all. Mm. Like, I think that's the only story that's like going out for the East for me. Like everyone thought, like holy crap, Vucevic was a steal. Of a trade, like holy crap, Magic got robbed or whatever, mm-hmm. and then now they're like two and nine with Vucevic.
1: <laughs> How do you feel out. about um the Hawks?
0: I think the Hawks are. I I saw um inside the NBA saying it's like oh, the Hawks are just like a one or two pieces away from becoming like a contender. And then Charles Barkley was like, "Yeah, LeBron and Anthony Davis." <laughs> but I'm impressed by Nate McMillan's coaching. Like he looks obviously way better compared to um, Lloyd Pierce. No. Yeah. Pierce Lloyd.
1: Lloyd. Some.
0: From... Lloyd Pierce. Yeah. Yeah. And they look really good, but they lost today to who they lose to? to? the Bucks, right? Yeah, they lost to the Bucks. Yeah. But um, yeah, they're still one or two piece away. And those one or two pieces has to be LeBron or
1: KD. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just asked because I, I looked at the standings. I'm like, damn, they're, they're the fourth seed. I didn't even know they were high up there. I thought they were, like, in the bottom, like trying to fight for the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah, but. Yeah. Okay, so one more question. Who's your favorite team to watch now that's not the Lakers?
0: I love the <laughs> Just well, Sorry, the bias because I love Steph Curry and I love watching the Warriors play because of Steph Curry.
1: Steph Curry, and damn, he he's on the tear too.
0: Yeah, anytime I have the opportunity to see the Thunder too, because of Lou Dort. I hear things like Shea Gilgis Alexander has been injured, but I like I like Lou Dort and uh, Pocus Chef's game right now.
1: Poke Pokus Poker's nice. <laughs>
0: Another team. There's another team that I've been like fascinated with. Uh, uh, I had to admit, Washington Clippers. Like the way they operate is pretty spectacular too. Wow, definitely. I try any... to catch a few games of theirs.
1: You're just mentioning all the rivals. What's wrong with you? Yeah.
0: And Luca, my boy, Luca. Luca. <laughs> yeah. How
1: about you? I actually like watching the Hornets play for some reason.
0: Cuz of LaMelo or just cuz Not team? even
1: not even LaMelo like right now like even without LaMelo, without Gordon Hayward, yeah. I think they're like one of the most fun team to watch.
0: Very fun.
1: Like I mean the announcers add on the specific like flavor to it, but then the way that their team just plays together, plays hard every single play, Miles Bridges and even like the yeah. the Martin twins
0: even freaking Cody Zeller. <laughs> Cody
1: Zeller, dude. It's like yeah, they're I they're yeah, like they're a really good fun. team to watch. It almost reminds me of like a young like back then like maybe even like the Warriors before they got championships. Like they're just yeah. fun to watch.
0: Yeah. Or like the young Thunders. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. Yeah.
0: Just being fun. And that, that's what all basketball is about, like fun, man. It's like if they're fun and like, we, I always like laughed at like how the highlights always making like the Lamello highlight, Lamello mm-hmm. ball highlights. But it's like, bro, like some of his highlights are actually like really freaking good. Like, it's worth it. Like, it's not, like, yeah, it's not too much because some of his stuff is good and it's, it's crazy. You kind of feel like the end. Like, I like how that the Hornets still have like that energy, but like, man, I would love to see more of Lamello highlights.
1: mm-hmm like they're they're always fighting till the end. I feel like the all the, almost all the games that I watch with them, there's always like last two minute drama. Like it's either they're winning or they're losing, but it's close. Yeah, they're
0: just uh, two pieces away, like the
1: Hawks. <laughs> Three yeah. pieces away, Kyrie, James, and KD. <laughs> <laughs> and Michael Jordan. <laughs> Michael Jordan. <laughs> they already got the goat. <laughs> yeah.
0: Is there anything else? Any other questions or anything you want to discuss? Uh,
1: No. I think we can save the rest for the next episode. So tune in.
0: (laughs) Tune in, yep. And what's funny was that we were talking about how this is going to be a 45-minute episode,
1: and we're at an hour (laughs) again. Hey, It's close enough. Yeah, it's
0: about hoops. So, yeah, I guess we're going to do our sign-off here, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for tuning in tonight. My name is Kevin.
1: My name is Jay.
0: And this is the Booth Warmers podcast. Thank you, everybody. Good night.
1: Thank you. Good night. Bye.